What struck me in the gospel this Sunday, it ends by saying, and news of Jesus spread everywhere throughout the whole region. I was struck by how much the ministry of Jesus, the spread of the gospel, depends upon people sharing with other people their experience of Jesus. Like in this gospel, when they experience the authority, the freedom, the new life that comes from his words, the power in his action, when this encounter and relationship with Jesus impacts their life, they go and share it with others. And they bring them to Jesus so that they will have the same experience. And what we are reminded by this gospel, and it repeats itself so many times, that to be a disciple of Jesus is to share this treasure, this experience that changes our life, that gives us new life, to share this treasure with other people, each in our own way as the Lord guides us and gives us his grace to do this. I was deeply touched by a story that I heard several years ago. A woman in her mid to late 30s, she was raised Catholic, but after high school into college, she started to drift away from her faith. And she let go of it altogether and pretty much gave herself over to living a purely secular life, chasing after all that glitters and seduces in the world, following the empty promises that we always renounce when we renew our baptismal promises. And this finally brought her to a moment of crises. She came to a point of just realizing that she was going nowhere. She felt so empty, so disappointed and betrayed by the secular project. And the moment which she turned around, the turning point was a memory from her childhood where she would sometimes walk into the bedroom of her parents and sometimes she would walk in and find her father praying on his knees. And the thought came to her, my father believed that God was real. Maybe he is. And this was the turning point. And she came back to practice the faith of her childhood. He was passing on the faith 
of Jesus Christ without words, simply by the way that he was living, not knowing how it would impact his daughter many years down the road. St. Therese, in her autobiography, shares how much her parents, and especially her father because her mother died when she was really young, but how her parents instilled in her a great and deep love for the Eucharist and how they would pray at Mass. She knew that they would go to Mass and sometimes even during the week, not out of duty, not out of obligation. There was something driving them that was deeper. And it was contagious. She caught it. I love it when I hear stories of some of our children and young people of how a teacher touched their lives and not so much by the subject that the teacher taught but the faith that the teacher brought to the classroom and how that faith impacted the way they taught. This week we celebrate the gift of our Catholic schools and we're blessed this morning to have the new principal of our school, Sheila Hendricks with us, who's excited to introduce herself at the end of Mass. And right now, as a side note, we are in the midst of a strategic plan to strengthen the Catholic identity and formation of our school to increase the potential of this faith to impact our kids. We now have in our parish a peer ministry of our youth that have already been confirmed who are given a chance to serve their younger peers who are not yet confirmed in the faith formation that we have here. Elizabeth McKenna has put this together, and I got to see this in action at the last retreat that we had for confirmation students, and it was beautiful. These young people got up in front of their younger peers and gave witness to the impact of Jesus in their life. And they shared their faith. One shared about their growing encounter with Jesus at Mass. Another one got up and gave a testimony of how adoration with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament is changing their life. Another one got up and shared how their encounter with Jesus in confession is an unbelievable gift for them at this time in their young life. Sharing the faith with others. We also have in our community several young adults. Some of them are parishioners. Some just like coming here. And these are beautiful young adults. Many of them have the desire to get married. 
And as they wait for God to fulfill this deep longing of their hearts, they find various ways to share their faith and give their lives for others. And it is absolutely beautiful. Sometimes this longing to be married can be extremely painful when it's not yet fulfilled. And yet out of that longing and sometimes painful desire, they find a way to be fruitful with their lives and to share it with others. And my heart continues to fill with admiration for you parents. As I get to know you and as I hear from some of you the different ways that you are passing on the faith to your children and other family members, even when the sharing of this is through tears and with pain and suffering sometimes. And let me say this, because I know you're thinking it. Let's be clear on something. Because we love the people that God has put in our life, we want to share with them the greatest gift we can share with them, which is our relationship with Jesus. But what you and I find out very quickly is we have no control over how another person is open and receives all of our attempts and efforts to share the faith. And this can be a source of frustration and pain. But this is what God asks us to do. Like Jesus, the good shepherd, he just throws out the seed continually. Whether the soil is hard and not open, or rocky, or full of weeds, it doesn't matter. Jesus just lavishly keeps throwing out the seed. And we too must continue to persevere in bearing witness and sharing our faith in the ways that we can. And then God takes care of the rest. Because often what God is doing is hidden and silent. We have no idea how God might be using our witness for other people, especially in our family. There were many years I was going to church, I was going to church, the seeds weren't getting in there. It wasn't getting in. And I didn't know how God would answer the prayers of my parents who I know were praying for this lost little boy. How would he be saved? And groans, and, and sometimes my mother, even tears. I had no idea that God would use my younger 13-year-old brother as the instrument to finally bring me to Jesus. And it was just by the witness of his life. He believed that God was real, and finally it got through to me. It was contagious. So my dear friends, as we receive the Eucharist today, perhaps what we need is the grace and the strength from the heart of Jesus to persevere in hope. God just asks us to be faithful 
to bear witness to our faith, to those in our life. And then we give it to God and we let God do the rest. So let's do that because let's be honest, we need this grace. Are you and I willing to suffer something for the sake of Christ in the gospel? Are you and I willing to suffer indifference in our efforts to pass on the faith? Sometimes rejection? Are we willing to suffer that? This is why we need Jesus, because I'm the biggest coward this side of the river. I need Jesus to persevere in just throwing out the seeds. So let's do that, amen? Amen.